Mark chapter 4. Beginning in verse 35. Gracious God, we thank you for another day's journey. Bless you for the privilege of being able to stand in this holy place. Thank you for those who have connected with us virtually. Thank you that you have brought us together as one kingdom family. We ask now that as we come between these consecrated walls and those who have tuned in with us together, that you would speak to us, show up in this place in a big way, and touch everyone in need. We need instruction as we are going about this new year you brought us over but we don't know what to do except you instruct us so we ask that now you would speak to us speak to our situations give us what we need so that we might go forth and be better kingdom builders God you know the task that is ahead of me today and so I ask that you would grant me supernatural strength that I may be able to stand, keep my body strong so that I can do your will and that at the end of the day, not unto me, but unto you, be all of the glory. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, amen. Mark chapter 4, beginning at verse 35, in the same day when even was come, he saith unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, he, they took him, even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there rose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And when he was in the, and he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what man of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. I really want to focus on uh, verse 38 and he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow when they awake him and say unto him master carest thou not that we perish I want to talk about Jesus on board I want to talk about Jesus on board this morning I really want to to focus on uh, this passage because I believe uh, that the people of God 
uh, in this hour, as especially as we're starting out in a new year, uh, need to start it out the right way. And you know what I found out, the, the, the enemy is hoping that uh, those who have not been successful would have a repeat of one year after the next, just repeating the same cycle. Uh, but I want you to know that your life ought to be better when you got Jesus on board. Uh, today I, I want to talk about having Jesus on board because sometimes we do not properly discern what we have when we've got the Lord in our lives. Uh, sometimes we don't get it. You know, we uh, uh, come to church and we hear sermons and uh, we go about our doings and we, we, we fail to really get what it means to have the Lord in our lives. See, see those who genuinely have Jesus in their lives are the most blessed people you can find anywhere. I want you to understand now because this is important one time and one day and one season of your life you did not have the Lord uh -huh. but now that you have given your life to the Lord you've got Jesus on board oh come on here you don't have to do life alone when you know the Lord. See, 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 this is what I'm trying to get at here, that having the Lord is no light matter. And I'm telling you that, that, that having the Lord Jesus in your life is no joke. When, when you receive Jesus, you have received or you have gained your greatest reward. Oh, come on here. I know people are trying to get this and trying to get that, and I'm not mad at anybody, but at the end of the day, your greatest reward is Jesus. Oh, come on here. There is nothing in this life that you can gain that compares to the Lord. Unequivocally, Jesus is the greatest thing that you can ever have going for yourself. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. I said Jesus is the greatest thing that you can have going for yourself. Now, now, now uh, nothing or nobody in this life will ever compare to the Lord. And see, this is something here because uh, people can't compare to the Lord because we don't have the capacity. See, see, uh, you've got to remember that Jesus alone heals. Jesus alone saves. Jesus alone can make ways out of no way. This is what I've come to tell you today that when you've got Jesus on board, you're a blessed somebody. Oh, yeah, when you've got Jesus on board, your life ought to bear it out. See, Jesus alone gives the victory, Jesus alone gives Holy Spirit power, Jesus alone causes us to prevail. And when you've got Jesus on board, you're doing all right. 
today I've come to tell you that when you have genuinely accepted the Lord Jesus as the Savior and Lord of your life, you gain something supernatural. See, see it's something special about knowing the Lord as your Savior. See, see, the devil never wants you to know or even experience the full benefits that come from knowing Jesus. Come on here, you know what? The enemy wants you to just come to church and go through the motion, but he never wants you to understand the benefit of having the Lord on board. See, when you know the Lord, you don't have to do life by yourself. When Jesus is on board, you've got somebody that'll walk with you. When Jesus is on board, you've got somebody that'll talk with you. When Jesus is on board, you've got somebody that will cover you. So there are then supernatural benefits from having Jesus on board. See, to have Jesus on board means that you have given him your life. And at the moment that Jesus uh, uh, is given your life, he comes on board. And when Jesus comes on board, you are the beneficiary to unlimited blessings. Do I have anybody here that knows that when Jesus comes on board, you are the beneficiary to unlimited spiritual blessings? See, see, even though this is the case, the devil is hoping that you will be ignorant of the benefit of having Jesus on board. Come on here. The devil never wants you to come into the fullness of what it means to have Jesus on board. Board. Come on here. But, but this is what I'm telling you here. The devil hates that you would even dare try to enjoy the benefits of having Jesus on board. See, see, the devil wants you to think that accepting Jesus in your life had made that much of a difference. See, see, and this is this is the trick of the enemy because um, and you know, sometimes religion helps him out too. Because we think of having Jesus on board and when we think of that, we only think in terms of heaven. Come on and see the enemy is hoping that, 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 because see when, when God saves you, the enemy knows he can't take it. Come on here. The enemy can't undo what God has done. Come on, the enemy knows it. When, when God saves you, the enemy knows he can't undo it. But he wants you to have, at the point you get saved, the enemy wants you to have the most miserable, saved life you can have. On your way to heaven, defeat it. Come on, I'm telling you what the devil wants. If, if he can't, if he knows he can't unsave you, he'll try to do whatever he can to give you a uh, to serve you a life of defeat, a life of oppression, a life caught up in ungodly cycle. The enemy doesn't want you to enjoy what God has for you. See, the enemy is a deceiver and he's hoping that you have no discernment. 
Come on here. Because when you uh, uh, genuinely accept Jesus in your life, it's not some ritual. I need y'all to get this here. Come on here. It is an unbreakable relationship. So that receiving Jesus is not just about going through some religious motion. Receiving Jesus is the ultimate game changer. Having Jesus is not just about getting to heaven. But it's also about you having victory while you're here. Some of y'all believe in that pie in the sky. But you don't have no victory here. And see, we did that when we didn't know no better. Come on, that, that was a time we did the best we could with what we had. But now, amen, as we read through the Holy Writ, come on, God gives you instruction on how to live a life that is blessed, a life that is prosperous, a life that is successful. Come on here and see the enemy is hoping that you don't tap into that. So he wants you to be on your way to heaven and defeated, on your way to heaven and down, on your way to heaven and pitiful. So this is important. I need you to get this here. So you got to remember, and I'm going to say this, I'm doing a little teaching here because having Jesus is not just about getting you to heaven. If the only goal God had was to get you to heaven, he could have took you when he saved you. If God's only goal was to get you to heaven, why did he leave you here? I just need y'all to think about this for a minute here now. So I thank God that he wants to give me a life of victory here. Now, now I need you to get this here so that when we become a child of God, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we get what we call sonship. It is what uh, we read about in Romans chapter 8 that we have been adopted into the family by the Holy Ghost we now become sons of God come on I'm trying to tell you here uh, uh, if you are a real saint you have sonship come on here you are a child of God now are we sons of God that, that's without gender come on here because son of God is really talking to you about your position in Christ come on here and what he's doing is comparing the sonship to, to, to slave ship come on here he wants you to understand when you come to Christ you are not a slave you are a son because a son has inheritance and a slave has no inheritance a son can get whatever his father has but a slave is in fear a slave is in bondage a slave is in defeat. You're a son of God. 
The slave is always worried. It's the difference between being a son of the house and a slave in the house. Slave don't have his name on nothing. Come on here. Whatever his uh, master has, he doesn't know whether he's going to be switched to another house, whether he's going to be sold off to somebody. But a son doesn't operate in that fear. Come on here. That's why when you go back and read uh, Romans chapter 8, he talks about being saved by the spirit of adoption. And that salvation that we receive in adoption is not unto bondage and fear. Because the slave is always in bondage to fear because he has no inheritance. But the son says, everything my daddy got, I can get some. There's nothing come on here that my daddy has that I can't enjoy. Come on here and give God a shout of praise right there. The slave is hopeless, but not the son. The slave is defeated, but not the son. The slave lives in fear, but not the son. So, so this is it. Now, why are you saying all that, Pastor? I'm saying it because of this. The devil knows you are son but he's hoping you'll live like a slave. Always in bondage, always in fear, always pitiful, always in the same cycle, never being confident, acting like you don't have an inheritance. Come on here. See, the enemy is hoping that even though you're a son, you'll continue to live with a slave mentality. Come on. But this is something here. So, 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 so when, when, when you're saved, the devil does not want you to enjoy the fullness of it. So, so this is why when we used to come to church, everybody, you know, everything was about heaven and pie in the sky because that's all folk had to look forward to. Can't wait till the great getting up morning. When, when I was a child, most sermons were closed with the great getting up morning. Come on, you knew when they were closing because they were going to put you in heaven. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about here. But God wants you to understand that ain't the only piece you got. Thank God the great getting up coming. And I'm thanking God that I'm ready and prepared for that. But that's not all for me. I'm telling you, God has some victory for me here. God wants to use me here. God wants to bless me here. I thank God for what heaven has to offer. But I want my stuff while I'm here. Come on here. I know there's some pie over there, but I know there's pie now. I'm just trying to get y'all to understand this so y'all not, you know, don't live your life putting off enjoying pie. There are many spiritual blessings made available to those who are in Christ. Come on here. And so the devil would much rather you be acting.
something defeated and hopeless and helpless than than to walk like you got victory. See, the devil doesn't want you to realize what you got when you have Jesus on board. The enemy wants to rob you of your abundant life. Come on here. Come on, but I want to tell you, you are not hopeless. You've got Jesus on board. You are not helpless. You've got Jesus on board. You are not defeated. You have Jesus on board. You are not pitiful. You have Jesus on board. And the devil is not going to rob me of having the benefits of Jesus on board. I didn't get saved to put up with the devil's mess. Come on here. God didn't save me and pull me out of that so I can keep living in hell. (laughs) I ain't going to hell and I ain't going to live in it. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me here. I'm just looking for my crowd here this morning that'll holler Jesus on board. I have Jesus on board. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him glory. There ought to be some joy when Jesus is on board. There ought to be some peace when Jesus is on board. There ought to be victory when Jesus is on board. There ought to be deliverance when Jesus is on board. You ought to be able to hold your head up when Jesus is on board. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him honor if you have Jesus on board. Now the text talks to me about Jesus being on board. See, see, the, the evening has come. And Jesus commands his disciples to get on the ship so that they may go over to the other side. Now, this is much like we in January are starting out and we are going on a journey. Come on here. Now, now, this is something here. Uh, uh, I want to say to you several things then from this text here of Mark 4 verses 35 through 41. And the first thing I want to say to the folk that have Jesus on board is what the text says. Take Jesus as he is. I said take Jesus as he is. Uh, the, the, the text reads uh, here, it said, and when they had sent the multitude away, this is Mark 4 and 36, they took him even as he was. Now, now this is something here, but, but bear with me a minute because uh, they took Jesus even as he was. Listen now, however he was at that moment, they took him. They didn't ask him to change his clothes. They took him as he was. Come on here. They didn't ask him to make adjustments to his hair. 
they took him, the text said, as he was. They, they didn't tell him to pull off his sandals. They took him as he was. Whenever it was time to go, however he was, whatever state he was in, they took him as he was. Look at this. However he was feeling in his body, they took him. We know he was tired, but they took him tired. He'd been preaching all day, but they took him as he was. Yeah, in the text, he is doing all that he has been doing. He has been ministering to the multitude. He was exhausted from delivering the word, but they took him just like he was. Now, I don't want you to miss this principle because it speaks volumes to us spiritually. Come on here. We end up many times in life getting disappointment, disappointed because we don't take Jesus as he is. Come on here. What, what, what do you mean, uh, 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 Pastor? It is, it is that when you invite Jesus into your life, you have to accept him how he is. Come on here now. This is something because a lot of times we're trying to, uh, we're guilty of trying to make folks what we want them to be. And we do the same thing with Jesus. Come on here. We, we, we often try to make Jesus what our imagination tells us he is. Come on here. Come on. We, we often try to make Jesus what religion says he is. All Jesus is is what he is. Oh, come on here. Sometimes people sit up under poor teaching and they heard some stuff about Jesus and they try to make him what they heard. But the thing is this, you got to take Jesus as he is. What you mean, pastor, as he is? You got to take him as the Bible says he is. Come on here. We're not called to serve the Jesus that we have created in our heads. Lord have mercy. We are called to serve the Jesus of the Bible. Oh, come on here. So somebody get what I'm telling you here. What the Bible declares about Jesus is what we have to accept. We don't get to change God. God doesn't need change. Do you hear what I'm saying? He's perfect in all his ways. We've got to take him as he is. Come on here. I said the Lord don't need to be changed. Don't, don't get it twisted. We're not called to change the Lord. We need him to change us. Come on here. I said you don't change the Lord into what you want him to be. He's going to change us into what he wants us to be. And we've got to take him as he is. I need somebody to grab it right there. 
I have Jesus on board just as he is. Get it in your heart. Get it in your spirit. And know the Jesus of the Bible. This is what I'm telling you. If you want to know who Jesus is, read. Get in the Gospels and read about Jesus. Look at his life. Look at his ministry. Listen to his teachings. I'm here to tell you. Get in the Bible and find out who Jesus is. Somebody give him praise right there. That's the Jesus. You need to know the Jesus of the Bible. He's not some angel as they want to tell you. You've got to take him as he is. And I don't want to burst a lot of bubbles here, but people got a lot of ideas about Jesus. They say he's a good prophet on the same level with Moses and Abraham. But I've come to tell you that ain't what the Bible say. He's Jesus, the son of God, Emmanuel, God with us, revealed to us. Come on here. He is the God man and you got to take him. <laughs> as he is I know it shakes the folks cause they want to put him on the same plane as they do the Buddha and Muhammad they want to put him on the plane with Confucius and all them boys come on here and see saints of God have got to be careful because with us trying to be war or wise we take it and try to mix everything together and you know what you start adopting everybody else's view about Jesus come on here but I serve the Jesus of the Bible and whenever your view of him comes short of what the Bible says is too short I take him as he is that's why they don't fool with me cause I take him as he is you're not gonna come tell me that he's not God come on here I know Jesus is God because the Bible says he is that's why filth bow down and worship him because he's God come on here had he not been God come on here he would have never received worship do you hear what I'm saying when they bowed down and tried to worship Paul he told them to get up but when they bowed down and worshiped Jesus he received it because he's God come on I know you miss this sometime he's the God man Jesus is the God man come on here all God and all man that's who the Bible says he is I know I'm right because he saw he was so much God that in this text come on here he was able to get up and tell the wind in the sea to shut up he was so much of a man he was sleep on a pillar y'all ain't saying nothing here I need a praiser that knows that Jesus is the God man 
he was so much of a man that he died on the cross but he was so much God that bright and early y'all don't want to talk now on the first third first day of the week he rose with all power in his hand lift up your voice open up your mouth and give him praise he went out to the grave of Lazarus he was so much of a man that he cried at the tomb of Lazarus but he was so much God when they rolled the stone away he said Lazarus come forth and the dead man got up out of the grave do I have anybody here that would give him praise as he is 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 somebody give him praise as he is I need a praise that'll give him glory as he is born of a virgin conceived of the Holy Ghost suffered under Pontius Pilate come on here as he is died a sacrificial death come on here come on got up from the grave shed his precious blood took on death held in the grave and whooped the devil too Come and look at somebody, tell them, take him as he is. And look back at him, tell him, because that's enough. Come on here. You used to ask in the old church, what's the matter with Jesus? Just look at three people, tell them, he's all right, he's all right. tried him and he's alright with me I need a praiser here that'll lift your head open your mouth and thank God for the Jesus of the Bible he's your healer he's your miracle worker he's your deliverer he's your chain breaker he's your battle fighter you ought to praise him as he is, he'll fight your battle. As he is, heal your body. As he is, save your life. As he is, touch your daughter. Heal your son. Deliver your mind. As he is, I need a praiser that'll lift your hand and give him praise. As he is he's all right with me more than I could have asked for better than what I could have dreamed for as he is
and they took him even as he was. And if you read the text, everything they took was enough. <laughs> he was tired and still enough. He was exhausted and still enough. And if he did all of that in this text with a tired body, if you read the text, he done ditched that body. He ain't tired now. This is it, number two. I got Jesus on board as he is. Come on. And those of you who are saved, stick to what you believe. I don't care what they come up with. Come on, I don't switch my views on who Jesus is for nobody. Because I'm not trying to fit in. I want to be faithful. Come on here. And that's why though Jehovah Witness, whoever you are, be careful coming to my house. Because if you want to talk about him, I want to talk about him. As he. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. Number two, remember that somebody is always watching. This is the text here. The text says something interesting that, that, that when they got on the ship, there were other little ships also with them. Little ships following the big boat. Other little boats followed. They, they had other little ships watching. See, see, don't, don't miss that in the text because when you have Jesus, others are looking at your example. Come on. Now, now, now this, is, this is something because, see, we live in an I don't care generation. I don't care. You ought to care the way you live. Now I can't change what folk think when I give my best. But I do mind the way I live. It matters to me how I represent Christ. Come on here. And you know what? It matters to me that I'm the pastor of Philippi Church. Come on here. That matters to me. 
that I'm honorable so that when y'all go out, you ain't scared to call my name. Come on here. That's why I'm not in the street. Flipping and flopping. Because the other little ships watching. Now, now focus say a whole lot about you, but I'm worried about that now. Come on, lies and rumors and innuendo. Because you know when, you, when you're climbing in the Lord, come on here, they want you to be like them. They think because they slapping and sliding, you're going to be like that. They want so bad for you to be like them. But we are not the same. <laughs> Some of us still live holy. Some of us still believe that a highway shall be there. And it shall be called the way of holiness. I'm thinking about the other little ships. What about them little ships I done testified to? What about them little ships I done prayed for and witnessed to in the corner? What about them ships I told about Jesus? See, see, saints, uh, we've got to always mind the example that we set. When you walk with the Lord, others are watching you. Come on here. When, when, when you say that you have Jesus on board, somebody's looking at your example. Oh, come on here. When, when you got Jesus on board, your life ought to bear it out. When you say that you walk with the Lord, it ought to affect the way you handle life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is something here. So, so the, the text is something here uh, because there are other little ships out there with them. Come on. They, 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 they in the head boat, but there are other folk that said, can we tag along? Come on. And see, this is what you got to think about here. Think about your witness. Come on here. The greatest sermon you preach is not from this pulpit. You ought to be a living epistle. Your life ought to be preaching every day. So that men may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. We used to sing in the old church, let your little light shine. Might be somebody down in the valley trying to get home. So, I want to mind the way I live. I want you to mind the way you live. Come on here. So, so that, that when you're out there, you won't act like you come to a, a church that don't do no teaching. Come on, you don't want no pastor shaming you. I ought to be able to expect the same from you. Don't act like you go to a church that don't teach. Come on here. 
And see, it's something, you know, because people will come in a church like this and, you know, you got to be careful that you don't get immune to it. Come on, because that people, I'm eating scraps. And then you, you know, you come and after a while, you know, you, you know, after your diet come up and you start eating filet mignon. You take it for granted. Come on here. You, you don't get as excited as you used to. Come on. Come on. You, you tell folks what restaurant you go to. And we eat good over there. Come on here. And you do eat good, but what good is it doing for you? Can, can the good that, that is being served here be seen in the way you live? Come on here. In the example that you said, there are other little ships out there. Somebody ought to be able to see that you have Jesus on board. Do I have anybody in here having Jesus on board? Will give you the grace to stand in the heat of battle. Having Jesus on board will give you the ability to go on when your life is being buffeted. Having Jesus on board will cause you to be able to stand up in your warfare. That's what I'm telling you. When you've got Jesus on board, baby, you've got to be the example. Because you know what I found out? Some of the greatest example you can be is in your season of warfare, in your season of trial, in your season of testing. When people see you, still got a hallelujah, still got a praise, still lifting your voice to God. They can say, what? There's something different about this. They've got Jesus on board. And that's what I'm telling you. Life's not always peaches and cream, but joy built ringing in my soul. Lift your hands right there. Open your mouth and give your God a shout right there. Somebody holler Jesus on board. Jesus on board. Jesus on board. He walks with me. Talks with me. Tells me that I'm his own. And I'm not ashamed to live for him. He's on board. He's on board. I owe him my life. So glad he's on board. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him honor. Because Jesus is on board. And I'm going to show the world wherever I go the difference Jesus has made in my life. Come on here. That don't mean I'm perfect. But I want to be a mature example so that the world can see and I don't turn people away from the church but I want them to look at me and say what he got I want some of that of what he's experiencing I want some of that what he's enjoying I want some of that can somebody look at your life and want some of what you have come on here remember the other little ships that are looking at you and this is what I'm telling you on that day when I stand before the Lord I 
won't be able to take my car, to take my house. I won't be able to take any material possession. But the only thing that I can take with me is souls. Somebody that'll be able to say, I sat under the ministry of Damien Royal and what God did through him help my life. Somebody hit me. Cars are not eternal. Houses are not eternal. But souls are eternal. You better hear me here. Lord, help me to touch somebody. Lord, help me to witness to somebody. Let somebody look at my life and desire you. Somebody praise him for the little ships. This is it. So having Jesus on board does not mean you are exempt from battles. That's the next thing. The, the, the text says that even though Jesus was on board, it didn't stop the storm from coming. The text says that a, a great wind, a windstorm arose. The winds kicked up while Jesus was on board. See, because having Jesus on board does not mean your life will not be buffeted. Oh, come on here. Jesus never promised you a trouble-free life. But what he did promise you is that I'll be with you always. And see, this is what I'm telling you. The storm cannot remove the presence of the Savior. The text shows us that a great storm arose and it started affecting the ship. The wind started uh, affecting the waters and the ship filled up with water. It's like the devil got in the wind and tried the whole ship. Look at it. When we walk with the Lord, it's not an uncommon thing for the enemy to attack your life. Winds will come your way when you walk with the Lord. Come on here and look at the winds. The winds affected the waters. There's some of y'all who, who are right there now. You can say, you know, one thing happened and looked like that led to another. Come on, look like the enemy came in, tried to hit my body, and it seemed like now it started messing with other stuff. Come on, look at it. The wind is what affected the waves. There's a health issue now. My energy levels are going down. Come on here, uh, attack on my mind, now my peace has been disrupted. And you know what? God says what I want to do is to come in and show you that I'm the one that can carry you through the storm. Come on here, isn't it beautiful that in the storm Jesus is still on board? Lift your hands and say, have Jesus on board. There is something that we see here in the text that life is filled with trials. That, 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 that every now and then there are some things that will appear suddenly. Oh, come on here. Troubles are common to man. But the good thing about it is Jesus is on board for the saints. Come on here. You, you, you have a savior that always stands greater than your situation and there's nothing that you will ever experience that will be greater than your savior. 
no storm stands greater than the Savior. The problems that you have are just another opportunity for God to display his power. Come on here. So this is what I'm telling you. I know stuff is going on even in 2023, but look up with high expectation. Come on here. That despite what the storm brings, remember you've got Jesus on board. And when Jesus is on board, you can handle the battle. When Jesus is on board, I don't care how bad it gets. Baby, you can make it. You tell that story. You're looking bad right now. But I'm coming through you because I have Jesus on board. So, so this is it here. My next thing is this. Resist the temptation to do it on your own. Look at it. You got to resist the temptation. See, see, saved folk have got to stop acting like they have no help. I said saved folk have got to stop acting like they don't have help. The enemy says you in it by yourself. Come on here, and y'all be listening to all that stuff you heard throughout your life. You ain't got nobody but you. It's just you. Come on here. Now, that's why you got to pray so your mind can shift when you get saved. It ain't just you. Come on here. Come on, if it was just you, you, I'm, you up the creek. It's not just you. When you have uh, given your life to Jesus, he comes on board and the devil wants you to believe that God does not care. See, the enemy slide and you can't let that slide. Don't let the devil convince you that God does not care. That's a lie. When you have the Savior, you've got more than yourself. When you've got Jesus on board, you don't have to do it alone because see, the life of the believer is not designed to do it by yourself. You need the Lord and the disciples are no doubt on the boat doing what they've learned to do. Trying to get the water out of the boat all by themselves. Come on here. That's what the devil wants you to do. Burn yourself out. But you don't have to burn yourself out when you've got Jesus on board. Somebody give God a shout of praise right there. I've come to tell you there will be moments when human efforts will not suffice. There will come a time when human strength will run out. There will come moments when human wisdom will fail. Human knowledge will come up short. Human effort will grow weary. There will come a time that you will need hands bigger and stronger than yours. You will need wisdom greater than yours. And I've come to report there will come a time that you need the help of God when you have the Savior. You don't have to do it solo. Sometimes the only way to get out of a situation is the Savior. I need a praiser right there. There is a supply that never runs dry. 
there is a strength that never fails. There is a victory that never knows defeat. It's in the Lord. Somebody praise him right there. You are not alone. I love it in the text. You've got Jesus on board. Give him praise. Give him glory. You are not defeated. You have Jesus on board. You are not disqualified. You have Jesus on board. You are not destitute. You have Jesus on board. You have too much power to wallow in pity. You have Jesus on board. You don't have to act like a weakling. You have Jesus on board. Rise up like a winner. You have Jesus on board. And the Savior has an unlimited supply of everything that you need. Do I have a witness that still believes Jesus on board is enough when Jesus is on board? A provider is on board when Jesus is on board. A healer is on board when Jesus is on board. The battle fighter is on board. The waymaker is on board. Victory is on board. Lift your head, open your mouth, and give your God a shout right there. Why so downcast? Oh, my soul, I have Jesus on board. Lift your head, open your mouth, and give your God a shout right there. I've got to close here. Since Jesus is on board, this my next one. Tap into it. Tap into it. Don't just ignore him. Invite him. Invite God into your situation. Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know. I thought about a song of my childhood. I must tell Jesus. I must tell Jesus. I cannot bear these burdens alone. I must tell Jesus. I must tell Jesus. Jesus can help me. Jesus alone. Do I have anybody in here that knows you have Jesus on board? Tap into his power. Tap into
into his mercy. Tap into his grace. Tap into his strength. Why lose the battle if you got Jesus on board? You don't have to sink if you have Jesus on board. You don't have to drown if you have Jesus on board. The Lord is a life jacket. Do I have anybody that have tried him? He's on board. He's on board. He's on board. He's on board. The Lord wants to help you. The Lord is waiting to help you. He just wants you to invite him into your situation. Call him. Call him. Call him. Call him. Call him. Call him. The line is never busy. Call him. Call him. In prayer. Call him. Prayer puts you on the main line of heaven. Prayer gives you interest into the throne room of God. Prayer gives you the ability to see it turn around. Lift your head. Open your mouth. Tap into it. Jesus is on board. Jesus is on board. I found the answer. I learned to pray. Jesus is on board. Call him. Call him. Invite him into your situation. He will get up. He will take over. He will flip it. He will turn it. He's on board. He's on board. He's on board. He's on board. board. I know the doctors are talking, but he's on board. No, the diagnosis doesn't look good, but Jesus is on board. I know your body is under attack, but Jesus is on board. Lift your hand. There's a healing in here. There's a healing in here. There's a healing in here. I don't know who I'm talking to, but if you need it, tap into it. Tap into it. Lift your hand over here, God. He's on board. He's on board. He's on board. He's on board to touch your heart. He's on board to touch your kidneys. He's on board to touch your liver. He's on board to dry up cancers. He's on board. I said he's on board. Jesus is on board. Can I get a praise that'll fill it? The healer is on board. The healer 
is born, the healer is born. Receive, receive. He was wounded for your transgression. He was bruised for your iniquity. And the payment for your peace was upon him. And by his stripes, 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 you are healed, 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 healed. Lift your head. I need a praise. Gotta put a praise right there, right there, right there. On board, on board. He's on board, he's on board. Come on, even if you're here, I need you to praise God for them that need it. Come on, real quick, come on, real quick, real quick, real quick. For the people that need a touch in your body right there. He's on board, he's on board, he's on board. He's on board. Somebody needs a healing. Jesus is on board. But not only a healing. Somebody's got a child that needs a touch. I want you to know he's on board. And God can save your whole bloodline. Your whole bloodline. Your whole bloodline. Somebody praising, he's on board, he's on board, he's on board, Jesus is on board, this praise right here is for your seed, for your seed, they don't know it yet, but they got to repent, they don't know it yet, but they will serve the Lord, they don't know it yet, but God's gonna wipe away wicked appetites. You better hear me here. I need a mama. I need a daddy. I need somebody that'll praise him. He's on board. He's on board. He's on board. Jesus is on board. Jesus is on board. Somebody feel it. The blood is rescuing your bloodline. I said the blood of Jesus is rescuing your bloodline. On board. On board. On board. On board, whatever you need, he's on board, he's on board, increase is yours, abundance is yours, miracles are yours, he's on board, he's on board, he's on board, stop being passive, Jesus is on board, stop being pitiful, he's on board, Rise up in your most holy faith. Jesus is on board and is turning in your favor. Jesus, 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 Jesus on board, on board, on board, on board, on board. 
empowered, 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 empowered. I see miracles, empowered, empowered. I see breakthroughs, empowered, empowered, empowered. I see it turning, empowered, 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 empowered. Jesus is empowered. If you believe it, I dare you to seal it, to seal it, to seal it, to seal it. And they called on the name of Jesus. He got up. He got up and moved on their behalf. Tap into his power. Tap into his increase. Tap into his abundance. He's born. Oh yeah, not only am I gonna give you the new position, I'm gonna give you choices on board. On board. The Lord just said that again. He said, tell them what I told you. I'm gonna give them choices. Lord have mercy. You're gonna be able to pick. I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna give you choices because you didn't buckle, because you didn't crumble, because you didn't cave. You shall have choices on board, on board, on board, on board, on board, on board. Give your God a shout right there. Jesus, on board, Jesus, on board, Jesus, on board, Jesus, on board. And when they called it, he took care of it. He got up and took over. That's what the devil is scared about. He don't want to to call your big brother. He don't want you to call Jesus. When your big brother come, the devil seen a bad day. When your big brother come, the buffeting of the enemy get shut down. When your big brother come, things get better. When your big brother come, you get blessed. Somebody praise him on board. Jesus on board, on board. On board. Jesus. On board. You said, why are you acting pitiful? Why are you acting helpless and hopeless? I'm on board. And you know what all, all Jesus wanted was an invite. Come on. All he wanted was the invite. Look at him. He's on the ship sleep. Ain't moved at all. Slept right through the storm. I know the pillar got to be wet. Slept on a wet pillar. Never got up. 
he slipped right on through the stone. But look at this, because God's not intimidated by what's afflicting your life. What you're fighting doesn't faze God. He laid right there until they said, Master. The storm couldn't wake him up. Wet pillar couldn't get him up. The wind blowing couldn't get him up. But when his children called him, he hopped up. Lord have mercy. God favors you. And when he hears your voice, he stands to attention. Wait, wait a minute now. Heaven, hush. Hush. I just heard, I just heard Cardonia. I just heard Laurie. I just heard Mary I just heard Elaine I, I just heard my son Ferris hush when mine call me I'm destined to move And when, when, when you pray, when you call on the Lord, when, 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 you, when you talk to the Lord, see, prayer uh, gets God's attention. Prayer sends God an invitation to move. When you call out to the Lord, you invite him in the affairs of your life. Come on here. I don't care where you land. Don't ever stop calling on the Lord because prayer gives you access to God's supernatural supply. Oh, come on here. Why crumble when you can call on Christ? Come on here. Life is so much better when you call on the Lord. Look at this. Some things will stay jacked up until you cry out to Jesus. Sickness is healed when you call the Savior. Chains are broken when you call him. Situations are shifted. See, see, see. You got to stand in prayer because prayer is a direct line to the Lord. And when the righteous pray, they tap into heavenly realms. Oh, come on here. So despite the battle and the buffeting and all of the bad situations, you got Jesus on board and you don't have to cave. You can call. You got an audience with God. And this is what I'm telling you. They called on Jesus. And when the wind couldn't woke, wake him up, they did. And when the waters couldn't get him up, they did. And he stood at attention. And this is what I'm going to tell you. That when you call him, the last thing I'm going to tell you, watch God work. Watch him work. Jesus got up and talked to what was troubling them. He told it to calm down. Be quiet. Shut up. And I'm done. 
because I got to come back at three. And I can't give all my little strength out here. Some of y'all just ain't going to shout. But look at this. He got up and calmed the situation and made some cease. And I'm telling you what, this is a year for those of you who continue to call on the Lord, God's going to calm some stuff on your behalf. And I'm going to tell you this, not only will stuff be calm, some stuff this year is about to cease. Look at somebody tell them, God is bringing it to an end. And y'all watch me. Some of y'all, this your last year dealing with that. I just need about 10 praises right there. God said, I'm getting ready to cause it to cease for you. And guess what? I'm getting ready to speak to some winds. Things that have been troubling you. Things that have been disturbing you. Things that have been trying to break you. God's about to cause them to cease on your behalf. I need you to give him praise right there. Only if you need a shutdown, give God a shout of praise right there. You've got Jesus on board. On board. I'm poor, I'm poor, and he's getting ready to shut it down. He said, I'm going to cause some things to cease for the saints. I'm bringing it to a close. And some of this stuff, God going to take care of in the first quarter. You ain't even going to have to deal with it all year long. In this first three months, God going to cause some things to cease for the saints. And he's shutting it down for his glory. Oh, because you have Jesus on board. I need a praiser right there that say I have Jesus on board. Come on here. I can make it. I can make it because I have Jesus on board. I don't have to drown because I have Jesus on board. I don't have to wallow in defeat because I have Jesus on board. That's all you need right there. Some folk won't jump ship. But you just make sure you have Jesus on board. Having Jesus on board will bless your whole life. I know because I tried him. Today the altar is open. If there's one today who doesn't know the Lord Jesus in the party.